Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Where are the Dallas Cowboys headed with their quarterback, and where does that leave everyone else in the division? It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are in for Greeny today, Christopher Prescott Canty. What's up, big fella? I don't know if I like Prescott as the middle name. You don't, I don't turn wanna, the ball over I don't want to be, well, not only with the turnovers, I don't want to be associated with mediocrity. <laughs> I actually <laughs> win when I get to the playoffs. I know what you do to be associated with, and that's $40 million a year. You'd be all no, right with that. No, 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 I'd be okay with that. Yeah, exactly. We'll make it work. We've got so much to get to, including how the 49ers quarterback situation has changed with no Tom Brady on the free agent market, and if, in fact, they would get involved with Aaron Rodgers. But let's start in Big D. Here we go! Only one place to start. And that is with the Cowboys, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, both meeting the media yesterday. Jerry, not mincing any words about Dak. I'm still very strong. Not still. I'm very strong on Dak. This whole thing reflects the upside that I feel in Dak. The fact that we're doing this, Mike's calling the plays, this has everything to do with the positiveness around Dak. It's building around Dak. Yeah, right. Uh, and... With that in mind, Jerry, within moments of that, said we should be drafting a quarterback every single year. Like, yeah, like but, here's, did with but here's the thing, though. He has no choice but to believe in the upside of Dak because he's got to ride with Dak this year. If they cut Dak Prescott, it's a $90 million cap hit. So Dak ain't going nowhere. No, he's not. This is going to be your quarterback. You can't cut him. You can't trade him. He is going to be your guy going into 2023. But, Chris, here's the bigger problem. They're What's not going to win with him. They're not going to win with him. I, I don't see a scenario now that you've made the decisions that you've made about where you're headed with your coaching staff. Dak Prescott is not somebody you're going to win a championship with. You right now, because you are locked in, this contract that you gave him a couple of years ago locked you into just the word that you used a few minutes ago, mediocrity. Yeah. And the only way to elevate mediocrity is to hire a coach that can do that. I think we just saw that this year with Brian Dable and Daniel Jones. Yeah. There was a whole lot of mediocrity prior to his arrival. So now I'm supposed to expect Mike McCarthy to be, as Jerry put it, the logical next step in the development of Dak Prescott? No. No. This is a situation where the Cowboys have committed themselves to winning only at a certain level for the next couple of years. Yeah, that's what it feels like, and that's no, why... No, I know what it feels like. It's what it is. Well, that's why I scratch my head when I look at the Sean Payton hire out in Denver. This guy clearly wanted to get back into coaching after a year hiatus, and the Dallas Cowboys is a better job than the Denver Broncos is. Carlin, when you just look at it in terms of draft capital, in terms of ability to maneuver with assets, and in terms of overall talent level on the team... The Cowboys is a better job than the Denver Broncos are. Mm -hmm. And so if Jerry Jones was amenable to giving Sean Payton the things that he would want, input in control and, and final say over the roster, then clearly that's an upgrade from where you're at right now 
with your current head coach and Mike McCarthy. And to me, that's what has to change in order to get a different result in terms of the team having success when it matters most in the postseason. Okay, so with that, this is what is confusing to me. What Stephen Jones said shortly thereafter about Dak's future. I think you can look at it. Absolutely. You know, do we do it or not? I mean, it takes two parties to talk. The bigger thing for us is Dak's going to be our guy for the next, hopefully, 10 years. He's talking about an extension for Dak Prescott now. Mm. I I understand. Man, that's counterintuitive after you had a guy that led the league in picks, ain't it? Yeah, it's more than counterintuitive. It's silly. And it might have to do with cap numbers and such, but... You're locked in for two years. I don't need to position myself where beyond that I'm locked in. If, let's say, a an extension helps me now, Chris, that means I'm only paying the piper down the road. That means later on is when it's really going to hurt me against the cap. Are you, though? Is it? Is it going to hurt you? I, I don't know, Carlin. I, I'm sitting here thinking about it, and if you... Look at the quarterbacks that are in line for contract extensions this offseason. Jalen Hurts, who's in the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, who was in the conference championship game. Justin Herbert, who was in the playoffs. All of those guys are going to get contracts that are paying them upwards of $50 million, maybe even more. So there's going to be this explosion that happens with the quarterback market. And then when you think about the television contracts and the Amazon contract and the Apple contract that's kicking in in 2024 – the salary cap is going to go up, which means salaries are going to explode. So I don't know if it's the worst idea to explore a contract extension with Dak Prescott right now just because the player might be amenable to doing a deal around $45 million a year, which three years from now will be a bargain. And so I just look at it from the standpoint of taking care of Dak Prescott long-term just to make sure that you have a quarterback locked in that's good, not great, not awful, and then you have options if you want to move off of that guy down the road. Because, look, we saw the Philadelphia Eagles do that once upon a time. They extended Carson Wentz, and they drafted Jalen Hurts. How'd that work out for the Eagles? Pretty damn good, because they got a first-round draft pick from the well, Colts. Because they found a sucker. Well, there's always a sucker, Carlin. Is there? There's always a sucker. It's the NFL. Think about it. We're talking about it now with quarterbacks and Tom Brady retiring, how desperate teams are to fill that seat with a competent starting quarterback. Dak Prescott, if he's nothing else, is a competent starting quarterback. Think about this, man. You saw the Los Angeles Rams extend Jared Goff, and what they do? They moved off of Jared Goff. It ended up working out for them. So I just I look at it from the standpoint of locking the certainty of having a good quarterback and good things will happen to your franchise. Now, that doesn't mean that I think Dak Prescott is capable of winning a championship with Mike McCarthy as his head coach. But I do think it's worth your while in terms of overall roster management to give Dak Prescott an extension beyond 2024. If you're managing the roster, Chris, how much do you have to manage it to make the Cowboys better than the 49ers, to make the Cowboys better than the Eagles, to make the Cowboys definitively better than some of the other teams in the NFC? Those two specifically, though, right now, to me, it's more than managing. It's it's not far from really adding a couple of major players to that mix to try to drag Dak Prescott uh, over the line. Because I, I just don't see it right now. And one thing we do see in the league, teams don't act like they used to. Teams now go and get aggressive and make the moves that they need to make to get them over the hump. 
If you're going to ride the Dak Prescott train for the next few years, I don't care what you put around him. It's not going to get any better. You're not going to be better than San Francisco. They're not going anywhere. Even even with their quarterback situation a mess, considering what they have on both sides of the ball, you're not going to be better than the Eagles. You're not going to win the division for the next three years. Well, I think coaching has more to do with that than talent, Carlin. The Dallas Cowboys are a talented team. All right, well, they don't have a coach either. Well, that's that's my <laughs> point. Your coach can't be the difference when you're matched up against the Kyle Shanahan's and the Nick Sirianni's of the world. Hell, I mean, if the Giants get more talented, even Brian Dable. But my point is this, Carlin. The Cowboys aren't far off. So I can understand how Jerry and Stephen Jones can talk talk themselves into doing a contract extension. And just looking at it long term, if Dak proves not to be the guy to get them a championship with this window that they have, with the core players currently on this team, then you're still going to have options if you want to move off of Dak Prescott and push the reset button on the entire team. You know what? You say it's not far off, but yet it feels like it's miles away. You can be close like that, but then realize that where the the gaps exist makes it even further away. I want to bring in Bubba on this. As a Cowboys fan, Bubba, of course, of the hashtag crew, how do you feel as a fan right now about Dak, about how the Kellen Moore situation played out, about the next couple of years and the prospects for your team when you look around the NFC? Well, it's it's a real real conundrum we got here. Um, I'm definitely every be- time you ask Bubba a question about the Cowboys, he breathes so deeply. Yeah, it's, it's so like exasperated it's, it's right sad. off the I mean, bat. Sorry, the, continue between the Cowboys and the Mets. The last you know ten to fifty, <laughs> my entire life here, you know, besides the early nineties with the, the Cowboys, been rough here. Um, I, I think you know, Dak. I'm becoming less and less inclined that we can win. Because of Dak, I think we can still win with Dak, but I just don't think he will be the reason at any point now, which is which I I had always supported him and I thought he could be the reason, but I I just am seeing less and less evidence that he can be the guy that can, you know, take the team over the hump because there just always just seemed to be some sort of reason an excuse as to why it didn't happen. You know, he sh- I always felt he should be able to take them over the hump whether he can overcome the coaching, he can overcome not having a weapon or whatever, but mm-hmm. it, just, it just seems like he can't do that now. So I do think we can win with him, but in order to do that, we need to change the coaching, get him more weapons, do all these different things, and then he can be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Uh, but I just don't think we win because of him. And as far as Kellen, I do think it was probably time time for a change. Uh, I, I mean, he was someone that some of the times you loved his creativity, some of his play calls were awesome, but it felt like he was almost at this point more of like a regular season coordinator because the two playoff losses, I felt like it, the, his play calling was terrible in those games. And um, on the flip side, am I concerned that it, it might it's going to mean Mike McCarthy is the play caller? Then yes, I would say, because he's notoriously <laughs> known for someone who who – didn't call a timeout because he couldn't see the scoreboard. So that's, yeah, that's yeah, the person yeah. who is going to be now calling plays. So. No, it's not a comfortable place to be in, Bubba. But what he said about Dak Prescott is even more reason to lock Dak Prescott into a deal now as opposed to when quarterback salaries, average annual value is going to be in the $50 million range, right? Lock-in cost certainty at the most important position in all of team sports at a median market deal for the position, Carlin. 
You don't want to be paying Dak Prescott $50 million a year when you got to address all of these other needs, getting Dak Prescott another weapon, locking in CeeDee Lamb to a long-term contract, paying Trayvon Diggs because he's going to want his money this offseason, and then a couple of years down the road having to deal with Zach Martin's contract and having to deal with Michael Parsons' contract. It makes sense to pay Dak Prescott now to lower the cap hits for the foreseeable future. And if you get a couple of years down the road and he hasn't made signs of progress and you're changing your head coach, then maybe there's an opportunity to go ahead and change the quarterback too. Because I got to say this, if they don't win with Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy as the head coach-quarterback tandem, then they're probably going to have to reset the program overall, Carlin. I hate to say it, but Jerry Jones probably would have missed his window to compete for a championship with this group of guys. Yeah, and I, I, I just think that they need to get there sooner rather than later. And you can't get out from under Dak – so fixing the other problems. Well, that's why it made no why sense. Done that's that. why it made no sense not to go after Sean Payton. And the solution yep. to your coaching issue was to fire half the staff and allow Mike McCarthy to have more responsibility. I'm sorry, the Cowboys coaching staff is not in better shape today than it was one week ago. It's just not. Kenneth Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. Am I really advocating for Dak Prescott to get more money? You do you, but I, I don't feel good. This is not a good place to be in. No. It's the right business decision, but it's not a good place to be in. You know what else is not a great place to be in? Eight draft picks for a Super Bowl winning quarterback and a coach. And three players, too. That's a lot. And it better work. We'll get into it next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Adam Schefter reporting that the Broncos and Saints have reached a deal on compensation for Sean Payton. After the firing of Nathaniel Hackett, he was my number one target for the Broncos. They understand this has to fix Russell Wilson. Is this the guy that can almost push a big reset button on a quarterback's career? And I think it's the guy. They hired Sean Payton because he's really freaking good. Who needs draft picks when you've got Sean Payton? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin, can the Cowboys win with Dak and get over the hump? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We're going to get to your calls here shortly. Lines are open right now on this topic. Let's go. And if you're somebody in who is a fan in the rest of the division, is there anything about the Cowboys that concerns you the next couple of years, given that they haven't changed anything. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Canty and Carlin in for a greenie on ESPN Radio and on your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. Canty, uh, it, it's funny. Like We were just discussing this whole thing with Dak, and the biggest key to it all, as we have kind of talked about all along, is if you're going to ride with him, you need somebody else as a coach that can help him get over the top. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The quarterback is usually asked to be the difference when you're paying um, what Dak is getting paid. Mm -hmm. But we've seen that Dak can't be the difference when he's going against teams that are equally matched in terms of talent level. So you need the coach in that instance to be the difference. And Mike McCarthy hasn't proven to be the difference. I'm not saying that Mike McCarthy is terrible at his job. He won back-to-back double-digit win seasons with the Dallas Cowboys. It's the first time they've done that in a really long time. But in saying that, Carlin, when it gets to situations where you're going up against Nick Sirianni and the Kyle Shanahan's of the world, Mike McCarthy can't be the difference. So that's the problem. That's why I have some doubt about whether or not this head coach-quarterback tandem could get over the hump and actually win a Super Bowl for Jerry. I just don't believe it's going to happen. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL reporter, was on with KJM this morning and was asked, will the Cowboys and the Chargers regret not getting Sean Payton. Do you think it was a mistake for the Cowboys or the Chargers not to go after Payton? Yes. I think he's a better coach than the, than the coaches they have. But, you know, the, the Cowboys, we've discussed this a lot. The Cowboys coaching job is a very specific and different kind of situation. So I, I don't think that was ever really going to be a fit. And the Chargers, yeah, I mean, look, they, 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 they believe in Brandon Staley. Oof, that's a tough sentence. They believe in Brandon Staley. No, I think they believe in being cheap. <laughs> and they realize they got to pay a lot of money to Justin Herbert this offseason, and they don't want to spend the money on a buyout for Brandon Staley because this would only be his third season coming up, and they don't want to spend the money on what it take to get Sean Payton, which is rumored to be in the 17 to $20 million a year range. So I, I, I understand why they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It still doesn't make it a good reason, Carlin. No. Because if you're going to make that kind of investment in a young quarterback, wouldn't you want to make sure that you have somebody – that could shepherd his career in the way that Sean Payton did for Drew Brees, that only makes sense. I feel the same way about Dak Prescott. You've already bought the house. Don't you want to get the homeowner's insurance just in case things don't work out like you planned? 
to me, it just makes a lot of sense to go down that road. But both of these franchises decided against doing that. And now definitively, they have the third best coach in their divisions at best. At best. At best. I mean, in the NFC East, Nick Sirianni and Brian Dayball are clearly better coaches than Mike McCarthy is right now. Mm -hmm. In the AFC West, Sean Payton, Andy Reid, clearly better coaches than Brandon Staley. How can you expect to compete at a championship level if you're going into the upcoming NFL season with that being the state of affairs in terms of your coaching? Carlin, well, more so than any other team sport, coaching in football, especially in the NFL, matters. Chris, this, this needs to be the era of irresponsibility for teams that are close to winning because we've seen it, and for the most part, it works. It worked for the Rams last year. You need to take as many chances as you can to try to get over the hump. And that's why if you're going to knock the Broncos for doing what they did, for giving up uh, first three-round picks over the next two years, you know, a first round, a second round, and a third round pick, and the money they're giving Sean Payton, understand they're doing everything possible to try to win now, and they are doing exactly what the Cowboys needed to do to try to win now. They don't believe in that philosophy, meaning Dallas. And that's a mistake. That's a mistake. You know, it's so funny. You think about that, Chris. You think about the fact that they turned around and traded their, their best receiver last year. We might be talking about a whole other situation if they hadn't traded Amari Cooper. We might be... We might have at least been talking about a Cowboys championship game loss, I think, at worst. Mm-hmm. It would have made a huge difference for them. Uh, this is, it's just bizarre. And you made this point earlier. I'm not there yet because of the quarterback. But, I mean, I guess you could realistically look at this considering how much cap room they have and the Brian Dable, Joe Shane factor mm-hmm. and say that the Giants could be a better team than the Cowboys next year. I'm not there yet because I still don't believe oh, I in can Daniel see that. Jones enough. Oh, oh, I can ap- absolutely see that. The one thing I know about Daniel Jones under Brian Dable, he ain't going to turn the football over, Carlin. You're talking about single-digit turnovers. So while the passing touchdown numbers ain't going to wow you, the guy is going to give you a chance. And I got to think, the team is only going to continue to get better. Andrew Thomas was an all-pro in the cornerstone of that offensive line, which is only going to improve as they get more snaps under their belt together. The defensive front, anchored by Dexter Lawrence and Kayvon Thibodeau. Those are young players. They are only going to get better. So the Giants have a ton of cap space this year. I think they're top five in cap space available this offseason. They've got all their draft picks. This is a situation where Joe Shane has plenty of ammunition to restock the coffers in terms of the talent base on this team. And And with Brian Dayball, I think it has... A really good chance at being able to close the gap with the Dallas Cowboys. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That is the number for the Canty Carlin, really the greenie, call in line. We are in for him today. And we want to remind you that starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Christian is up first on the call-in line. Christian, what's going on, bud? You're on ESPN Radio. Good morning, guys. Uh, nice to hear from you guys. It's early in the morning. Uh, as far as, I got two, two takes. I don't, 
I think McCarthy gets a bad rag as far as being a bad coach. If you don't take, if you take uh, Peyton's name off and you take McCarthy's name off and oh. look at their resumes, they both pretty similar. This is no, they're not, but they're not though. But this they're not. Stop. They're not. Sean Payton, Sean Payton has a higher 11, winning. Per- Eleven and ten in the playoffs. Nine and eight in the playoffs. They winning oh. percentage in the regular season is, is only ten percent difference. He had a Hall of Fame QB. They both had Hall of Fame QB. We got to stop. Dak Prescott. We got to stop. We got to stop because Drew Brees, when he got to New Orleans, was basically at a crossroads of his career, and Sean Payton turned him around, and they won a championship. By the way, Drew Brees took every damn dollar that the Saints had to offer. There was never any, let's get some other guys in here. And I'm not talking about taking a Tom Brady-like shave on the salary. I'm talking about making it just a little bit more manageable. No, we're taking every penny. Secondly, and this is something that we have harped on the last couple of days that you need to pay attention to. You can do what you said, take the names off the records and all that. Put the names in front of executives and owners around the league. Who do they have more respect for? Sean Payton. By far. But here's the thing, Carlin. Sean Payton also was coach of the year, which Mike McCarthy never was. So that's a part of the resume that they like to exclude with Sean Payton. The other thing is, a few years ago, Mike McCarthy was out of football, Carlin. He was out of football. The Jets had him in consideration for the job. Guess what? They decided they'd rather hire Adam Gase than to hire Mike McCarthy. This guy was out of football for years before he got an opportunity with the Dallas Cowboys. And you know why Jerry Jones gave him the job? Because Jerry Jones could dictate every single move that Mike McCarthy made. Now, looking at Sean Payton, he was out of football for one year. What did it cost the Denver Broncos in order to get Sean Payton to be their head coach? $20 million a year on a contract, Carlin, and a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and a third-round pick to the New Orleans Saints. What did the Dallas Cowboys give up for Mike McCarthy? Not a damn thing. A flight to Dallas and a stay at Jerry Jones' house. That's what you got. So, so when we look at what the NFL is telling us about the difference in the two coaches, why is it so hard for everybody to accept? I don't understand it. The resumes are similar. If you want to play that game, Sean Payton's resume is similar to Andy Reid. Andy Reid's win percentage ain't that much higher than Sean Payton. They both got one Super Bowl and they both got a coach of the year. So you're saying now that Mike McCarthy is the same coach as Andy Reid? Get the hell out of here. What he said. Kevin, up next on ESPN Radio. Kevin, what's going on? Oh, man, Katie's fired up this morning, boy. He, he's not having this. No, he's not. And he shouldn't. <laughs> hey, I can't agree more. You know, you got two uh, – what you got there is a, a C-plus coach and a C-plus quarterback, and that ain't going to get it done. I mean, uh, everybody who's winning this league has a, a A-plus quarterback and a, and, a, and a or a B coach or, you know, vice versa. And all these guys are X's and O's guys, and – yeah, I mean, uh, McCarthy's fine to have beer and nachos with, but uh, he's not going to bring you any championships. And, uh, you know, when you have, as that. you put it, when you have those two positions, both as C pluses, you've got no shot. You've got no shot whatsoever. And Canty, we're talking about the extension for Dak a few minutes ago. Yeah. Okay. We got to stop. I mean, they can get out after this year and cut him before 2024. And have an $18 million cap, dead cap. But why, but why cut him when you can get something for him? Fine, trade him. Trade him, because I, I, I save $34 million if I get rid of him before 2024. But then what are you doing after it? 
I'm going to find another answer. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to find a better answer, whether it's drafting somebody, because I can't look at as much as we talk about the young coaches and how they're getting their teams to the Super Bowl. Again, it needs to be the era of irresponsibility and taking chances to try to go and win. Playing it safe does not necessarily get it done right now. Yeah, but I don't know that you're playing it safe at that point because if you're moving on from Dak Prescott, you're basically stripping your team down to the studs and starting over. That's what's happening. That's what you're saying. If you move on from Dak Prescott and you don't have somebody in the chair that you think can take over and compete at a high level, then essentially it's a rebuild. And I don't know that the Dallas Cowboys are there yet. So I think you take the approach that we saw with the Philadelphia Eagles – They extended Carson Wentz, and in that same offseason, drafted Jalen Hurts with a second-round pick. They developed Jalen Hurts. Carson Wentz proved not to be the guy. They flipped Wentz for a first-round pick, turned it over to Jalen Hurts, and two years later, they're in the Super Bowl. Take that approach. I think that's the road you go down. But to sit here and say, well, we're we're just going to play out the string with Dak Prescott and, and hope that a quarterback solution presents itself, I don't think that's the way you ride at all, Carlin. To me, you give yourself more runway by extending Dak Prescott at a median market deal for the quarterback position. And when I say median, I'm talking about $45 million a year. If you can get an extension this offseason hammered out with Dak for that number to add on a couple of years and draft a quarterback over the next couple of years, to me, that's the approach. I'm not paying that level of money for, and I know what it is. You might not be paying all the money, though. That's the point. Because if you trade him to another team, Carlin, that number, no, hold on, let me say say this. If you trade him to another team, that number becomes that much more palatable for that team. That's fine. I need to find a sucker. I need to guarantee I'm going to find a sucker. There's always a sucker. Well, hang on a second. It's a quarterback starved league. There's always a sucker. Look, you can There's say that $45 million is palatable. What I'm going to say is I'm the damn Dallas Cowboys, and I haven't won a thing, not a thing, in 25 going on 30 years. So it's time that I do something and I get aggressive about it. How about Matt next on ESPN Radio? Matt, what's going on, bud? Hi. Um, all the talk about trading Dak. I mean, I, I'm a Jets fan. I, I'm as quarterback-starved as anybody, you know. Uh, Do you want Dak? Do you want, as Canty said, to get the mediocre quarterback at a $45 million because the number's palatable in two years? If the Jets could get Dak for a first-round pick, I'm I'm taking him right now. He's arguably a top-ten quarterback. And that's why you're the Jets. But but that's my point, though. He's not the only one. He's not alone. There are so many fan bases out there that are starved for a quarterback. You think the Tennessee Titans wouldn't want to have Dak Prescott? Come on, man. Now, the Indianapolis Colts have a top-five pick, but say they didn't. You think they wouldn't want to have Dak Prescott? I mean, the Minnesota Vikings, you think they prefer to have Kirk Cousins over Dak Prescott? put it another way. Stop yourself, man. Get out of here. put it another way. Are any of those teams— If you're the Miami Dolphins, would you rather have Dak Prescott or Tua? Are any of those teams picking up the phone and calling the Cowboys about when Dak's available? The answer is no. Absolutely not. I don't know. I don't you know, know why about that. they want to win. I don't. I don't well, Dak is not going to be available right now. Everybody understands the situation. But a year from now, if they don't do an extension, then Dak Prescott would be available. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Coming up. 
how is one Hall of Famer's future impacted by Tom Brady's retirement? We'll explain next. That is right after this word from our friends at Granger, the ones who get it done. Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It sounds like there's already conversations going on that aren't involving me, which are interesting. Honestly, I've been insulated to a lot of that. Like I said, I was in in Nashville, and and then I'll be up here, you know, this week playing in the tournament. So I'm not a part of those conversations right now. When I make up my mind one way or another, then you guys and Packers, not in that order, and everybody else will, uh, will know at some point. Once again, trying to position it as if he has all of the power in this situation. How is it that... Well, no, it's not surprising that Aaron Rodgers actually <laughs> believes there aren't conversations that the Packers are having about their future that don't actually involve him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you go to sleep, nothing else happens in the world. <laughs> well, he does play the most important position in all of team sports. He is the most important piece of that franchise. No, I understand that, but you're going to have conversations when he's not in the room. Yeah, That's you're going you're to have conversations about what you want to do with your future. And yeah. after he's been posturing the last couple of years, flirting with the idea of retirement, it, it's prudent that Brian Gutekunst, their general manager, and Mike Murphy, their team president, explore what life without Aaron Rodgers looks like, especially when you're paying a guy $50 million to not make the playoffs. Carlin, I mean, the, the regular season finale, it could not be clearer what the Green Bay Packers need to do. They need to move on from him. Yep. You had a win and end game against a team that had nothing to play for at kickoff, and you lost. 
Yep. And your offense scored a grand total of 16 points. By the way, the game was at home. Now we, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we can say it's not an indictment on Aaron Rodgers and it has more to do with the supporting cast and all of those things. To that, I would say, why the hell am I paying him $50 million? Yeah, no. If he can't overcome everything not being ideal, then he shouldn't be getting paid what he's getting paid. And so I think the Green Bay Packers should absolutely field offers on Aaron Rodgers. And with Tom Brady going into retirement and that piece being off the chessboard – the asking price for the Packers is only going to go up. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in for Greeny today. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Here is Adam Schefter, ESPN Senior NFL Insider, yesterday with Fitz and Harry on how Brady's retirement does impact Rodgers. So if he had played, you think that those would be one of the places that he might wind up, which would be one fewer spot that Aaron and the Packers would have to choose from. That's it. I mean, whether you consider that to be a factor on Aaron Rodgers or not, there's now one more chair in this quarterback carousel this offseason. Which is an exceptionally good thing for the Packers. Now, what does that package look like if you're a team that uh, is interested in Aaron Rodgers and how much did the price just go up, say, on the New York Jets yesterday? Because that is where it really starts to get interesting. If you're a team that is not far away and you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers and, as you said, maybe not a force multiplier anymore, mm-hmm. but somebody, if he has a lot of weapons around him, can certainly make it happen like the Jets do. Yeah. How much is that price now? Did it go from a first and a third to two first-round picks oh, yesterday? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you said it. This is the era of irresponsibility. So if you're the New York Jets and it's going to cost you two ones – and you're going to have Aaron Rodgers for two years, can you hold your nose, pay that price for the chance to compete for a championship? I mean, if you're the Jets, I don't see how you're going to do that in the AFC without a quarterback of Aaron Rodgers' ilk when you got to deal with Josh Allen in your division, when you got to deal with Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence and Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert, you, and now Sean Payton with the Denver Broncos. You're going to have to deal with all of that in order to get to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. I think you do get aggressive and you go after Aaron Rodgers. And if you don't like the price that you're going to have to pay, blame your general manager because he's the one that took Zach Wilson with the second overall pick when he could have took Justin Fields. Yep. The Jets have to do it because of what happened there. Yeah. They would not have to do it had they taken Justin Fields a year ago. Exactly. And so with that being the case, we also need to clarify a couple of things here when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Mm. He is not quitting. He's not quitting. Oh, yeah, but we said that months ago, Carla. Yes. He, he's going to make $60 million this year. But even more so, even more so, the money, he's never walking away from that to begin with. But if you thought for a second that he might consider quitting, he's certainly not doing it in the shadow of Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, no he, doesn't, he doesn't want to go into the Hall of Fame the same year that Tom Brady's going into the Hall of Fame. No, absolutely <laughs> yeah, that's not. Gonna not. Happen. <laughs> absolutely Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers is going to play football. And, and the Green Bay Packers can, in a sense – hold his $60 bucks hostage, and trade him wherever the hell they want to. So that's why Aaron's going to have to deal with this. And he can position it as much as he wants that he's going to make the decision. All right, walk away. That's what I would say if I were the Packers. Ain't no Take way. A walk. L- listen, listen. Listen, you've had a great career. We can't wait to honor you in the ring of honor. Good luck. Big fella, I know that money isn't everything, but $60 million, 
to say adios to that kind of cash? Yeah, it's about 90% of it. <laughs> it's not everything. Carlin, I've said this before. I'll say it again. A vet told me when I got in the league, if you know how much money you have, you don't have enough. <laughs> I know Aaron Rodgers has made a really good living, Carlin. Yep. But not that good where you can just walk away from 60 million bucks. Now, let me – <laughs> you, I, I, I don't take this seriously at all, but I'll throw it out there anyway. Mm. Devontae Adams was doing a little Q&A on Twitter, and somebody asked him, whose neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to in Vegas? And Adams said, mine. Yeah. Now, that's a team that's got to get aggressive because the reports were out there that Mark Davis was willing to move heaven and earth in order to get Tom Brady this offseason. It feels like they have to pivot to Aaron Rodgers, right? He's the only quarterback out there that's a clear and obvious upgrade over what they already had in Derek Carr. So it seems like they would get aggressive. So if you're a Jets fan, that's a team that you got to be worried about. You have to worry about You them. have to be worried about them. And if you are the Because they are the ready. kings of making irrational decisions. Yes. And throwing caution to the wind. And But this is an, ir- an irrational decision that the Raiders absolutely have to make. Canty and Carlin in for Graney up next. Why this Super Bowl is historic on many levels. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.